Alright, mic check, mic check. Alright, bet. My name is Blackamore, nutrition and fitness consultant, also the author of the book, Everything You Need to Know About Stocks for Now. Welcome, you are now listening to Cultural Illiteracy. Yeah, so, topic of the day. I don't want to, I'm not going to get into any current events. There's a lot of crazy things going on in the world, but I, I want to stay focused. And I want to stay focused on the health Um a topic that seems to have been trending for years is the controversy of milk. Is it good for you? Is it bad for you? There's people who swear by it and there's people who swear against it. So let's get into some things that people may or may not know. Okay. Um, where do we start? So, okay. One thing that's common that kind of, you know, kind of fucks with me a little bit is uh, I would see people brag about, uh, you know, not consuming milk and drinking oat milk instead or almond milk instead. And they say how great the milk tastes and it's usually because it's sweetened and it's sweetened with what? Sugar. And. You know, we they talk about it as if they have made like the greatest health transformation. But many of you, you think that you're doing better because you put up the cow's milk and you exchanged it for the oat milk. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that shit ain't no better. Oat milk shouldn't be that... Hey, listen, ain't none of these milk gonna be that damn creamy and thick and sweet. They're adding sugar to it. I shouldn't have to tell you how bad sugar is for you these days. They're adding hella oils in there. Just look at the... Y'all have to look at the ingredients list of the things you buy. Fuck the front. They always try to sell you on the front. And they stab you on the back with the fine print in the back. They could tell you all kind of shit. Shit that don't even make sense. You could be buying prepackaged grapes and it'll say like gluten free on the front. Like, like grapes got gluten in it. Like there's no reason to put gluten free on something like that because it wouldn't have gluten in it to begin with. You know what I mean? Like these are the type of games they play with y'all because they just know y'all ignorant and they know y'all gonna fall for it. So y'all see oats and y'all know that Oats is generally healthy, so like, oh, so if it's oat milk, it must be good. 
until you turn around in the back and you see that oats is far from the only ingredient on that mug. In there, rather. It should just be oats and water. But no, you're going to find all kind of different oils. Hella oils too. Bunch of sugar. Natural flavors. And them nat- and natural flavors is... And man, that I always assume the worst with natural flavors. Always assume the worst with natural flavors. You see the word natural and you think it's all good. Like, oh, maybe it's some... Maybe it's the oats that got the natural flavor. No, they wouldn't have to do that. It would just be the oats. Let me get an example of why you should... Uh, why you should fear natural flavors. When they talked about how they constructed the taste for the Impossible Burger, it might have been Impossible Whopper, probably the same thing. Um, and the, 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 I guess the Impossible Burger scientist lady, she was talking about how they were able to uh, like break down and dissect different like the combination of taste that would simulate the taste of something else if you mix it all together at once. So they was extracting individual taste sensations of what they would taste like and seeing how they can make a concoction to make it actually taste like a burger. So they'll take a, bur- a real burger and they will extract different tastes and see how it corresponds with different sensations in the brain and how it is affecting the gustatory complex remember or excuse me gustatory cortex we talked about that in episode two how we taste with our brain even though unfortunately some of the episode was left off at the end my apologies for that technical difficulty but how we taste with our brain right so one of the taste sensations that she said that they extracted was garbage she literally said garbage now, they didn't go into detail of what they went on to do to make the Impossible Burger. But we do know that the Impossible Burger, I had one before. Tastes a lot like the real thing. Nose is trash, too. I want to keep it focused on milk and all of that. But listen, all of these, any, all these fake mock meats and fake milks and vegan versions, all that shit is trash. The purpose of going, if you're going vegan for health reasons, the purpose is to keep a whole foods, to eat whole foods, foods that don't have ingredients list. When you go to the store and you get an apple, you're not going to see no ingredients list for the apple because it's a fucking apple. That's, that's just what it is. They don't have to tell you what's in it. It's what nature put in there. Uh, unfortunately, they do some GMO things as well, but for the most part, it's what nature put in there. And this is the closest we're going to get. I mean, because we living in a times where it's going to you're going to be hard pressed to just get some for real, for real, all the way natural foods. You got to start your own garden and eat with them. Some of them seeds is GMO, but that's another conversation. But back to the original, as I was saying with the plant milks, you're not doing that much better if you're drinking the oat milk or you're drinking the sweetened almond milk or whatever the other uh, hemp, all these other milks. Please look on the back of them ingredients list. Don't be getting the shit that they're adding the sugars to. And make sure there's no quote-unquote natural flavors in there. Make sure there's no oils in there. And you'll be hard-pressed to find some good milk. And, it, and so you'd be better off to make your own. Make your own milk. Or juice. Because it's really what it is. Make your own juice with these nuts. Get you some 
Pause. Get you some walnuts. Get you some almonds. Whatever you want. Your oats. Whatever you want your milk to be derived from. Or your juice to be derived from, rather. Add some water and blend it up. And then you you uh filter the, 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 the crumbs out. And boom, there's your milk. Now you know that it's ain't got no extra bullshit in there. I don't want you to be misled thinking that you're actually doing great now because you gave up cow's milk for some oat milk or for some sweet almond milk when it's going to be just as bad. Now, there's some brands that's better than the others, but a lot of that shit out there is trash, okay? Which is cool, right? I mean, hey, if we got to choose between, I don't know about that oat milk shit, depending on the brand. Depending on the brand, especially with, with the oat milk and the almond milk, especially the almond milk, a lot of the oat milk I've seen been crazy, so I would prefer the almond milk. But, but de- depending on the brand, you definitely made a, a, a big uh, step in the right direction by electing to drink the almond milk over the dairy milk. However, people will still be eating cheese. And maybe people don't realize it, but cheese... It's just concentrated milk, and it's actually worse. It's like 10 times worse, perhaps more than 10 times worse than drinking milk. I'd rather you give up eating cheese and continue to drink milk than vice versa. That would actually be healthier. Okay, so I'm bringing that point up. We don't, <laughs> it's not, I mean, I don't know how much we can be bragging about how healthy you are and how unhealthy everybody else is and they drinking milk with all the pus and, and all of this, but you're still eating cheese, which is literally 10 plus times worse than drinking milk. So everything, so we're we going to go in a little depth in milk, right, and the harmful effects of milk, especially in our people, but understand everything that I'm saying about milk, amplify that by 10 or more when it comes to cheese. So everything I'm saying, and not just applies to milk, it applies to cheese 10 times more. Okay? Now, I'm just going to be some differences maybe here and there, but cheese in general is going to be 10 times worse, and especially if it's processed cheese. You know, we, we want to stay away from all processed foods. So processed cheese, I mean, come on, let's not, that's not even a conversation. Okay, so where do we start with this milk shit? Um, milk, it's no, it shouldn't be, but maybe it is. Shouldn't be no secret that milk contains quite a bit of hormones. And we're talking about natural hormones. We're not even talking about the extra hormones that they put in the milk. Right? We're just talking about the natural hormones that come with the milk. It's just like for those of us, or for, for our women who breastfeed us, for, who breastfeed the babies, you know, there's hormones in that milk that's giving your baby instructions on how to be a human being, right? How do the cells and how they need to grow and how you need to feel and how this needs to process, right? They're human hormones, so that's how it, sh- it, sh- it should work like that. But what happens when we're drinking milk from a cow as opposed to from our mother, right? Because really, we don't need to be drinking milk of any kind at all. That includes almond milk and all of that. And technically, that's not milk. It's juice. Almond juice, right? Uh, Cashew juice. Oat juice. Technically, it's juice. But whatever. 
you drink the milk from these cows and there's hormones in these milk, in these cow milk and hormones basically tell your body what to do or how to feel. Feel hungry, feel satiated, grow faster, stop growing. You know, these are the instructions your hormones give your body, depending on the hormone. Feel happy, feel nothing, you know. So the hormones in this cow milk is instructing your body to grow like a goddamn cow. Cows grow, what, 40 times more, faster, maybe even 400. I'll say, I'll say 40 to be safe. So what could happen if your human body is taking these cow hormones, which is essentially what you're doing. And like I said, we're not even getting into the hormones that they added. We're talking about the natural hormones. You're taking cow hormones. Okay. So just think about it. You're taking hormones when you drink this milk. Just like. Uh. You know, you may think of bodybuilders, right? They take hormones. They take the testosterone, which is a natural hormone. They just, it's just way too much of it, right? So it ends up not being good for them. Or you may think of transgenders. What do they do? They'll take hormones to, trans, to transition to the other gender. <laughs> it's this trans species drinking cow, cow hormones. But y'all take hormones. And it's caused disease, which is, ba- and disease is what? It's something with something that's not easy. It's, it's, it's this easy. It's hard for shit to operate the way it's supposed to operate because it's getting it's getting foreign instructions and it's not necessarily sure on how to carry out these instructions. It's like. Uh, let's say I'm bringing up this example on the fly, so bear with me. I don't know. It's like uh, you work at a restaurant. You work at. Uh, McDonald's. Right. So what's normal, normal McDonald's order would be, you know, this person ordered a Big Mac with a large fry and a Sprite. You could put that order in and the location you work at, you know, it's equipped to handle those types of things. It's not normal for somebody to come in and order. uh, Like a hot dog. From McDonald's. That's, a, that's foreign to that restaurant. So these, these orders that, this, that these, hor- these cow hormones are giving your body is foreign to the human body. And then it's not like just like make a hot dog, make like 40,000 of them because it wants, you to do the, it wants you to do these things 40X plus because they're cow hormones. And then even think about, let's, let's not even stay there. Let's get to like how cow's milk even like somebody was playing how, how, just how did we discover that? You know, that's the question I would have. And I know this, and this is brought up a lot, but how does one discover that? And then we got to think of what goes into this, right? Because cows only produce milk when they're pregnant and shortly, and then four times shortly after, you know, just like us, you know, you can't just grab some random woman off the street who hasn't had a baby in the past three years and just squeeze milk out of her breast. Cows, it's the same thing with cows. They got to be pregnant. And then think of how much milk is out here. How much milk is available in the stores? How is there enough milk for all of us and the calves? Somebody's getting shorted. 
And it's likely the calves. Because we well, there's no shortage of milk for humans. And they're keeping this cow pregnant. I'd imagine. I'm not sure. I'm not going to make that claim. I don't know the exact process. But I do know that the cow has to be pregnant. Them calves are probably being short shortchanged of the milk that they actually deserve. So then I... So now we have all these calves, right? These baby cows and bulls and other cows who's not growing up with a proper diet. So what now? We, like, what are they being fed and all of that? Like, this shit been fucked up for a while. Because they are being optimized to serve us milk and, you know, the other meats that they make from us. So they got to they gotta grow fast and they got, they got to be born fast and grow fast and all these different things. And then some of the cows end up getting diseases and... Every farmer in the world isn't going to be as, uh, you know, as on point as they should be. We're making sure we're only getting the best of the best. So my thing is, if it's not necessary, there's no reason why we need to drink milk. Milk is not a necessity. Cow's milk, that is. I would say your mother's breast milk is a necessity when you're born. You know, there's going to be things in that there's things in your mother's breast milk that's designed specifically for you. Like even if you had a twin. Depending on which nipple you're at, the body, your, your body and her, your mother's body is intelligent enough to know that what specific nutrients and hormones that this baby needs as opposed to the as opposed to his twin sibling. So I would call that necessary for optimal health, especially I would even I would call it necessary, period. But I, I suppose you won't die without it, maybe. I don't know about quality of life, though. But cow's milk is not no necessity for us. The claims is what? We need it for calcium. There's other sources of calcium. And you need the other electrolytes, magnesium in particular, so that the calcium isn't actually toxic to you. Because just calcium on its own is not the best idea. You need some magnesium with that. As for every gram of or milligram of calcium you have, you need a milligram of magnesium as well. It's a one to one ratio. One to one ratio. You'll find actually that you won't even need as much calcium in general the more magnesium you have. Okay? But stay with me. Because this is, this is just surface level shit. Okay. Um, you got to wonder how this milk is being produced. And what, the, and what these calves are being fed and they, when they grow up. And then they're going to produce milk and so on and so forth. I mean just what's all taking place there. You're not going to tell me some corners ain't being cut. And this is why hormones is injected in them. To make sure that they grow. At the speed they need them to grow. So if milk is not necessary, and I could point to quite a few potential harmful health risks, why even chance it? Why even chance it? For example, when you look up uh, every study that's been done, or, yeah, I believe every, almost every study that's been done that contain that you know that's looking at milk. In Parkinson's, milk is always associated. It's like 
super consistent of always being associated with Parkinson's. They say vegans, lower rates, much lower risk of Parkinson's. What's going on? What's going on? Parkinson's is what? We dealing with the brain now. So, okay, so in milk, there's lactose, right? A disaccharide sugar. And it's an enzyme, lactase, that majority of the planet doesn't even have. Lactase is what's break down the lactose. So this is why, like, so for this part of the conversation, as far as lactase breaking down lactose, you know, most white people, and I want to say some Asians, you know, they have that, so it's not too much of a deal. I don't know for sure white people. Don't, don't quote me on the Asians. But 70 plus percent of the planet doesn't have the lactase enzyme if we break it down lactose. That's why lactose intolerance is so common. Right? But so degalactose, which is what we're getting from the milk. What is that? Why am I bringing this up? Degalactose has, well, I'll say, seems to have harmful effects on. Your substantia nigra or your substantia nigra, I'll say. What is this? What are we talking about? That's a neuron. More milk consumption will find much more damage and death of this substantia nigra neuron. And when these substantia nigra neurons is all beat up and dead, then we get the shaking. Then you get the inability to learn and make rational decisions. You'll find these in all the Parkinson's people, Parkinson's patients. Degalactose. They use degalactose to speed up the aging of the brain, the oxidation of the brain in animals, in labs. They do. This is what they use. The very substance in milk, degalactose, to speed up the oxidative to speed up the aging process of the brain in animals and labs when they do their different studies. And this is what's in the milk and this is what we're consuming. So we're consuming these cow hormones that's causing confusion in our human bodies because we're getting cow instructions to human bodies. And we have this decalactose that's fucking with our brain. 10 million people in the world dealing with, Park, uh, in the world dealing with Parkinson's. A million here in America. One of many diseases, milk seems to have a pretty strong link to, we'll say. And I know many people will be like, yo, some will be like, you know, it's associated with, it's associated. First of all, there's some consistent associations. And I would say, look, we got to remember who funds studies. We got to remember lobbying. We got to remember the money that's at play. There is big business. There is big business. So we got to look at how things have been unfolding. You don't see got milk commercials anymore. You'll notice they don't use certain words and certain advertisements for certain foods anymore. 
Because you can't definitively prove it one way or another. Milk's so good for the bones, but it's higher osteoporosis rates than those who drink more milk. And like I said, everything I'm saying about milk applies to cheese times 10. Everything I'm saying about milk applies to cheese times 10. So, what a, I mean, and people like milk because what? I mean, hey, it's a unique drink. It's a lot of protein in the milk. Uh, like I said, they love it for the calcium. But, I mean, protein is overrated anyway. Why do you need this much protein? And when I say overrated, I mean... To advise the average person, like who's not even like in the gym like that, they kind of have a sedentary lifestyle to consume for every pound they weigh a gram of protein. So if this person weighs 195 pounds or 200 pounds and it's not and they don't go to the gym or nothing, they just chilling. They, you know, average American lifestyle and they have them have consumed 200 grams of protein. It's kind of nuts to me. It's kind of crazy. It's excessive. But this isn't a protein. I'm, that's another. I'll say the protein talk for another podcast. We're going to stick on milk for right now. We'll say the protein talk for another podcast. It's overrated though. Um, Prostate cancer. Strong association with milk. I told you the digalactose in the milk, you know, is it, it beats up uh, the substantia nigra neuron. I'm saying nigra on purpose because it's derived from Latin, the black. So now we know what there's melanin involved. There's something with digalactose and melanin not getting along. Because the substantia nigra is a neuromelanin, which is inside of everybody. Black, white, whatever. But there's something going on with that melanin not, not getting along, apparently. Because the milk is, is most harmful to us, to black people. You know, you think of black women suffering from iron deficiency. Right? That I talked about hormones being in the milk, and now we're going to talk about the hormones that they like to give the cows, the bovine growth hormone, so that they grow faster and produce more milk and things like that. And we'll find that our women have their cycles earlier and heavier, and it's getting rid of iron in the body more often in bigger amounts, leading to the iron deficiency, causing fibroids, fibrous growths. And then the general uh, nutritional guidance for their iron deficiency is to 
have them eat more red meat from that same cow with that bovine growth hormone that's producing that milk. Like, this is nuts. The, the high estrogen, right? And anybody, you drink some milk, all you need is a glass or two. Your estrogen levels go through the roof for the next few hours. And then how often are you drinking the milk and eating what? Cheese. Have your estrogen levels through the roof. We wonder where these fibroids is coming from in our women. All that estrogen now in our men. And we're wondering why our men today are not as much as the men as our grandfathers was. If we judge by biochemistry. Once upon a time to be considered a healthy man. You had to have a certain amount of testosterone. I believe the number is like 500 nanograms over deciliters. Today is 300 as opposed to five. We literally had the men our grandfathers was. They had to lower the goddamn threshold. Getting more man boobs, getting shorter. Some would say even more bitch made. I'm not saying that this is 100% the cause. That would be ridiculous. But I bring these things up because these are certain things that we're not even considering. And when we don't, when we are unaware of what could be harming us, it makes it more dangerous. Because we go overindulge not understanding and grossly underestimating the effects that it could be having on us. Okay. When we, <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's like, what else is there to say? Because I look at it like, when I see all of these red flags, because everything I presented to you, I claim for them nothing to be more than red flags, right? I can't, I am unable to say. That anything that I said is 100% definitive. These are red flags. And when there's this many red flags, and I haven't even presented all of the red flags. I've only presented a fraction of the red flags. I presented uh, Parkinson's. I presented excessive estrogen and how the excessive estrogen is affecting Black women and black men in particular. I mentioned prostate cancer. Or cancers in general. I mentioned these things. There's more types of cancers. There's more things going on. that I'm not even going to touch on for this particular episode. But these are things we have to consider because when you, when we have these uh, implications and indications, and then we also could look and observe the health conditions from those who drink less dairy than others, drink less milk than others, consume less cheese than others, and these people 
are generally healthier than those who consume more milk and dairy. Well, I mean, what else is it? What are we talking about? Because poor health is a goddamn crisis. It's an epidemic, especially with black people. And we all know better. Well, for the most part, we know better as far as junk foods, right? There's no controversy there. There's no debate there. But then when we get into other certain foods and when you believe something may be actually be good for you, when in fact it's the opposite. I just feel like I had to at least mention these things. And if you continue to want to do so, fine. Look, I'm not here to I'm just presenting information. There's exceptions to every rule. Right. This ain't going to apply to everybody. And for some people, it may be actually beneficial. But speak, and if I, but I but what I say is this speaking in general. For white people in general, it probably will be a little more beneficial. Why? Because a lot of white people's ancestors spent more time drinking cow's milk. Some years and years and years ago before it became so universal. So for that reason, I will say there's probably a lot more white people who will do better with it. And these are the white people who have the lactase enzyme. I think that's a great uh, way to, to know. If your body hasn't even evolved <laughs> to break down the food, probably it's probably not good. For, it's probably not for you. Probably not for you. And again, for the hundredth time, everything I'm saying about milk, for cheese, it's 10 times worse. 10 times worse. At least 10 times worse. Cut that cheese out. All that saturated fat and unnecessary cholesterol. Cholesterol, something else that you don't need to get from no goddamn animal. That's where the hormones come from, is the cholesterol. Why consume the source of hormones from an animal? And when you look at studies that show would increase saturated fat and animal cholesterol consumption. And cholesterol is the one thing that's been shown causative for heart disease. Why even play those types of games? Why even play those types of games? Every client I had where we removed dairy from their diet. There's not one client I had where their health didn't dramatically improve relatively fast. And this is myself included. This is myself included. Prostate cancer is something serious for us men. Also, you'll find higher rates of ovarian cancer with women who consume more milk as well. Same area of the body. What, what is the milk... What is this milk doing to our brains and our genitalia, our reproduct, our sex organs? The very thing that we think with and reproduce with, what is the milk doing to it? And why is it propagated to us so heavily? And they're mandated by the government. It's damn near against the law to not feed your, ch your child some milk. That's what it seemed like at a point in time. What is it doing to our brain and our sex organs?
where we get increased rates of prostate or ovarian, ovarian cancer and increased rates of Parkinson's. What's it doing in the meantime? Before it gets so crazy that, we, that you know, doctors say, yo, we got to call this Parkinson's. What's, you know, because everything's on a spectrum. Disease is on a spectrum, right? When you think of blood pressure, you know, there's numbers. And then, like, once the number gets over 130, we say it's high. Once it gets over 140, we call it hypertension and say, yo, you definitely need some medication. Right. But let's say that 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 top number was started off like, I don't know, like one on one or something. And then it moves up to 120. There's something going on there. Now, 120 isn't considered high blood pressure. But if it used to be one on one and you made some change and now in a couple months later, it's consistently up in the 120s. What was going on? Whatever's going on may not have been so bad to where you need to be super concerned but there's something subtly going on and when we're talking about the brain and how we think and make decisions what is subtly happen, happening to where point to it gets so extreme to where we can't even be still we can't even hold our hands steady anymore you know this you know that that substantia nigra, not neuron. I'm calling it nigra because of the melanin. You know that, you know that plays a major role in producing dopamine. And when we are having issues producing dopamine, now we're talking about depression, ADHD, all these types of things. Alzheimer's as well. All these different, a lot of these brain disorders. Is neuron is important. And I'll say it again. They use D-galactose, which is in dairy, to speed up the oxidation in brain cells of animals in the labs. They use it on, to do it on purpose. <laughs> Why would we take this on purpose? And judging by the collective intelligence today, I don't know. It might be doing it might be doing its job. It might be doing its job. So why risk it with this with this? Just drink some damn water and call it a just drink some spring water. You ain't gotta get fancy and get all this crazy reverse osmosis and super alkaline with the pH of 1700, all that crazy shit. Just get you some good old-fashioned spring water. And that needs that really needs to be all you're drinking. And you can make some juice out of some nuts and seeds or some fruit every once in a while. Or yeah, maybe even some vegetables. You could juice some things here and there. But for the most part, we just need to be drinking water. That's all we need. We don't need this dairy milk. And if you're a baby, you can drink your mother's breast milk. Leave this cow, leave that heifer milk alone. At least that's my unqualified opinion. Who am I at the end of the day? So um, hopefully you learned something. And like I say, this is just a fraction. Um, hopefully you were informed. Maybe learn something you didn't already know. These are things to consider. Do your own homework. You can look up everything I'm talking about. Look up everything I said. 
And uh, yeah, catch me on the next episode. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Peace.